October 2012. The time is two minutes to nine. My name is Garant Thomas. And I'm Simon Payne. And you're listening to episode 18 of Errand of Mercy. Hello. Hello. Um, I want to start this week's episode uh, by offering an apology to all our listeners. I think it's a heartfelt apology is owed from the, uh, from the staff of Errand of Mercy to everyone who's put their faith and their trust in us. Last week, a terrible, a terrible error was made. Um, you know, I'm unreserved in my kind of, as I say, apologies for that. Um, at the end of the episode, um, the outro track was by Bowling for Soup, and I am 
I'm I'm just supremely sorry, just extremely sorry, but that was allowed to get through. Fuck the haters. Screw you, Simon. Fuck you. I couldn't help but ruin that beautiful apology because it, it, it was so well crafted I just wanted to tear it down but to be honest I am also deeply sorry it was a, a massive lapse in judgement one which I, I instantaneously regretted the moment it was up on the internet I can only apologise and I will be uh, taking steps to ensure that it does not happen again that's good That's good to hear um, we'd make we- really good conservative politicians <laughs> we've been through this already it's not a road I'm going down you sure I can't tempt you? Because I think I have just the right lack of self-respect to do that. <laughs> I, 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 I love just... money and I yeah. hate people. What should I do with these two? I'd, I'll be I'll be a conservative politician. I, I just couldn't do that. I I I, I think uh, within about five seconds I I would go crazy and murder everyone, like, literally... literally everyone. Well, how do, I'll, I'll ask you this: How do you feel about benefits? I'm all for them. You're, you don't you don't like the idea of cutting benefits? I'm I'm very much opposed to that. Oh well, I'm, I'm, well I, I, it seems like you probably wouldn't fit in. To be yeah. honest, then. Yeah, as, as someone who doesn't have any money. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's a good point. Yeah, you're definitely but, a biased source. Yeah, kind so, yeah, of. I, 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 I'm, I I'm definitely in a situation where, like, the Conservative Party might literally kill me within the next few weeks. You know, <laughs> they'll turn up. They'll just be like a like they, they'll call them something clever. Like they'll call yeah. them something like social realignment squads. They'll turn yeah. up to your door. The social re- the the so the so rise the so rise will turn up to your door and they'll take stick, you away. Take the door down. All of them wearing Michael Gove masks. <laughs> That's quite nightmarish. Yeah. I don't that, like it. Yeah. Do, do you want an image of the future? Picture Michael Goh's face stamping on you for all the whatever. Well, actually, I I work for a, a large corporation and I pay income tax, so they probably quite like me. I'll probably be all right. It's, I, I, it's, I used to pay income tax. Yeah. I have previously paid tax. Well, for you, it was either a choice of being a financial necromancer or unemployed, and I think you probably made the right choice. Probably made the right choice. Yeah. Do you know another reason I wouldn't want to be a Conservative, Simon? Go on, then. Um, uh, I will give you to it in this concise headline. Please do. Gay marriage could turn Britain into Nazi Germany, Lord Carey tells rally at Conservative Party conference. Okay, so yeah. let's hear, the, let's hear the, fi- the factual justifications for this. Okay. Uh, Britain risks becoming a totalitarian state as a result of gay marriage and could go to the way could go the way of nazi germany tories have heard tory people have heard <laughs> tory people listen to other tory people and so, agreed lots yeah addressing an anti-gay marriage rally in birmingham town hall on the fringe of the tory party conference on monday the former archbishop of canterbury lord carey said christians had so far been too timid in their opposition he also warned that those of faith could Im- even begin to experience the persecution endured by the Jews in Nazi Germany if they dared to speak out if same-sex marriage laws were passed. Oh, I see. So yeah. he's, he's playing the whole rich, white, middle-class, right-wing Christians are being persecuted like Jews card, which, unfortunately enough, you hear quite often. 
yes. these days. Li- literally, or I want to say, literally using the phrase slippery slope. Did he really? Yeah. When they were called names, that was the first stage towards totalitarian state, he said. It's part of a slippery slope where the unintended consequences could be shocking. Why are so many people, like, so, so... Dumb? Dumb? Well, why are so many people so fucking? Yeah. Why are so many people so fucking dumb? But also, why are so many people so um, adamant that religious policy has to influence political policy? Why is that a thing anymore? Why are there so many straight white men who are convinced that if gays are allowed to marry, they will literally be sent to concentration camps and killed? <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, even if there is one man who thinks that, that's still too many. <laughs> that's definitely too many people. Like, speaking as a Christian, like, I don't really care whether gay people can get married or not. Yeah. I think maybe they might have difficulty finding a church that would sanction that. I think that would be fair to say. I don't think that it should be, like, constitutionally unavailable, though. Yeah, like, there's literally no reason why they can't just go down to a registry office and say, we're married now. And they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's cool. I can't conceive, like, regardless of all the other issues, I can't conceive of any situation where, as white, middle-class Christian men, we are going to end up in concentration camps. Yeah, and and that's why I couldn't cope in the Conservative Party, Simon, because I would be in it for 10 seconds, someone would say that, and my head would explode. (laughs) Like scanners. Taking out. Like, yeah, and it would explode, but like in such a way that it would take out the entire room with me, you know? (laughs) Now, there's a headline that I would enjoy. It's like a head-sized frag grenade going off in the Tory party conference. Head-sized frag grenade goes off in Tory party conference. Conservative MPs heard saying, you see, this is where it starts. First, the head-sized frag grenades, next, the gas chambers. (laughs) Four Conservatives and no one else as a result of gay marriage. (laughs) Yeah, the Conservative Party conference you know that's a thing happening do they think what's going to happen is that if gay people like do they not like i'm I'm legitimately thinking do they not really understand how gays work i like what like (laughs) like they've all got a secret fascist agenda no 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 not even that and they just think that if they get married that means that they're going to have loads of gay kids well, and that, like, within a generation, they're going to be the majority. Because they don't actually know what gays are. Yeah. They, they're some kind of, like, weird, like, alien super race. <laughs> they're, like, reptilians. And if we let them marry, they're going to have kids. I think that might be what's happening here. But, but yeah, they're going to yeah. have, like... Oh, no, they're going to have really kind of, like, nice, tolerant kids. Who's, yeah whose parents haven't pressured them into any specific form of sexuality because um, they were brought up being sexually oppressed by their parents. Yeah, oh, um, no. um, because they're nice, tolerant kids, they're going to put us in concentration camps because we're intolerant. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, we're the monsters, G? It's like that thing, like, you know, kind of basically, like, if you meet someone who's, like, a racist, they can't comprehend that everyone else isn't a racist. Yeah. 
you know like, like well you're racist too you just you just won't accept it no yeah. Yeah, it's it's like you know when kind of like people get pissed off that they like when when you meet racists who are like you know what it's political correctness con mad we can't call like Spanish people greasy dagos and you're like well yeah, but who's gonna do that and it's like well everyone if we're allowed to if you allowed me yeah, yeah everybody if, would if say it to you would be all the time would be like no. <laughs> So, well, actually, to be fair, if gay marriage was legalised, I'd probably be bumming left, right and centre. But that's that's neither here nor there. I think <laughs> the point is, I wouldn't put anybody in a concentration camp. I no. wouldn't be. I wouldn't be bumming left, right and centre if, you know, my family or girlfriend are listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hi, Simon's girlfriend. <laughs> she probably already knows. <laughs> yeah. I'm not actually gay. Like, I have no issues with gay people. Some of my best friends are gay, but <laughs> hey, it's like I met a gay man once, and he said, <laughs> "Was that David Cameron's said, thing?" I'm going to put you in a concentration camp. Yeah, he said, he said, "Achtung, mein Führer," and he put me in a concentration camp because my understanding of Nazi, Nazi Germany has come entirely from war movies from the 60s onwards. So that's. But, um, you know, I, I think we can we can end this though because like after the guy said that like yes you know if we let gays get married um, then you know we'll all end up in concentration camps it's a slippery slope first gay marriage then the gas chambers yep. he said he said we're not we're not bigots though it's not anti-gay it's not anti-gay we just think that all gays are gonna want us to want us to get gassed in gas chambers intolerance chambers. <laughs> They'll call yeah. them tolerance chambers because you know gas chamber has a somewhat a somewhat apocalyptic <laughs> ring to it connotation. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can, can we carry on uh, with the gay rights theme? At the start yeah, of the please episode? do. Fine. This is a story um, coming from the United States, where there's also constant battles over gay marriage and whatnot. I think it's um, probably worse to be gay in the United States than it is in England. Can I say that? I think that's a fair statement. Yeah, I don't know. I think it probably depends on the area. Like, yeah, I think, but I think that's the problem. Like, like, yeah, I'm very sure like gay marriage in like a big city in the United States is probably pretty much the same as it is here. Yeah, but I think that that because because America has so many like areas where where that that shit just don't fly. Like there is there are definitely yeah. still still massive parts of America where yeah. that's not that's not a thing. No, no, still. no, definitely. Like I mean, I've been to Kentucky. I know what it's like. <laughs> It must have been really difficult for you and your boyfriend to go to Kentucky. <laughs> well, Simon, what, what what did you think of this? Uh, yeah, don't don't do that because because I have enough difficulty justifying this podcast to my friends and family members already. Don't don't make it harder than it needs to be for us. I, I I'm, there's an erection joke in there. No, no, no. There's not an erection in anywhere, G. That's oh, what I've been telling my mum. It's about to explode and take out a Tory party conference. <laughs> my my erection is my erection for men is so hard. It's about <laughs> to explode and take out an entire Tory party conference. Says Tory candidate Geraint. Anyway, <laughs> um. This is um this is actually a really depressing and shitty story well, um, as these things generally are. Let's um, take this down a notch. Yeah, this is about two uh, two guys uh, called uh, Brian Edwards and Tom Privateer. Like his name's literally Privateer, which wow. so, uh, he's literally a character from a Carry On movie. 
Yeah. All right, Tom Frivert here. Um, anyway, um, they 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 got married um, and had um, had like sort of wedding photos taken in a park, um, sort of in New York, uh, with the Bro- Brooklyn the Brooklyn Bridge behind and like Manhattan as a backdrop behind them. Like it's got the two of them like leaning in, holding hands, and kissing each other. It's it's a wedding photo, of basically. Course. Of course, it uh, is. Two years later, this picture was photoshopped with them now kissing in a in a in a snowy forest and turned into an, an anti-gay marriage uh, poster in colorado but, but gentlemen from new york and now their picture is on a poster that's got them kissing and it says state senator gene white's idea of quote-unquote family values oh that's like but like i don't think this is depressing is like is this a depressing part of the story the fact that they've become like kind of poster boys uh, but, for anti-gayness yeah exactly like, because I, I don't think that's necessarily depressing because that's just a really lame part of the let me guess is that a republican poster by any yes, chance yes, g yes it is so uh, that's just another really lame poster for the Rep- from the republicans platform of hatred that's not I don't think that's depressing because that's just the way that they're operating at the moment. But speaking as speaking as a young anarchist who was featured on Red Watch, that's true. Um, I would say that's I'd be like, this is ridiculous. Like this is because it's neither effective nor interesting. I'd be if I was one of those gay guys, I'd be like, well, this is fucking stupid. Like I'm gonna send this to all of my gay friends. Like look how ridiculous this is. Me and me and Tom, me and yeah. Tom, we're uh, we're poster boys for uh, for for gay hating Republicans in Colorado. Fucking well, crazy. Then, then they're not doing. They're not. They're not just laughing it off. They are suing the group who made the poster for a million dollars. Oh no, I do that as well. But it I looks also like said it's one of my gay mates, which is awesome. It's what. Uh, it looks like they'll probably win. Well, yeah. Well, of course they will. Yeah, good. Because, because, because that's... someone's been misusing their image without their permission. Yeah, which they own. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's fine. They're going to sue them. They're going to win. But you'd also, for a laugh, send it to all your mates. I think that's what I do anyway. I would. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's different for different people. Like yeah. some people might not want to. I would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if, yeah. If, you definitely you redistribute that stuff, and that would take the sting out of the insult that they're paying to you because you yourself are going. This is hilarious. Look how ridiculous this is. Because it's more the Republicans that look stupid there because they're using a picture of a couple who are obviously well into gay rights yeah. as poster boys for their platform of anti-gay hatred. Yeah, that, that's the point because it's like, look at these gays, isn't it weird? That, that's <laughs> literally that's their platform though, isn't Ooh, it? Ooh, look at these gays. Isn't it weird? But like... But it's super accent, not. It's just really odd, considering yeah. they're Americans. They're like from, ooh, that's really strange. Isn't it weird? <laughs> speaking of, speaking of like, like another thing that like this whole like Republicans going like, oh, look at this. It's isn't it weird? And everybody yeah. going, no. Do you live on the fucking moon? <laughs> like that that story about the uh, the Democrat candidate who plays World of Warcraft. Oh, that's that's like the best, the, the most amazing thing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, uh, um, the um, uh, the Democrat Democratic candidate for um, I think the Maine State Senate, I think something like that, um, is um, she's called Colleen um, Latchevich because you know all all Americans have confusing to say Polish surnames. Yes, of course, um, especially and, the well the Republican ones don't. 
Yeah. <laughs> they're called stuff like they're called stuff like Steve Manthrust. Yeah. Brick brick hard chin. <laughs> Lunk meat hunk. <laughs> Dick ribbon. <laughs> oh Jesus. Where they all what they're they're quickly turning into eighties porn stars. <laughs> I think there's probably quite a bit of crossover, don't you? You're right. Eighties porn stars, stars and and porn. Republican candidates. I bet there's a lot of crossover there. It's a pretty shaky platform to like mount a hatred attack on left wing people from. I would agree, but I'm sure it happens. Well, yeah, probably, almost definitely, almost definitely. Um, Let's talk more about this World of Warcraft lady. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, the the Republicans p- um, placed a web web page um revealing her dark secrets um and sent um flyers out around the entire state uh, with this web page and kind of find out the truth about your state senate representative or whatever um revealing that she plays an orc rogue in world of warcraft surely and, not and that her liking for backstabbing and poison uh, raise questions about her fitness for office. Well, first of all, I think that that makes her seem very fit for office in the American <laughs> political system. Yeah, backstabbing and poison, not a new idea. Yeah, I think, yeah, if, 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 if backstabbing is one of your main tactics in games, you're probably pretty well versed in how to do politics already. You know, exactly. You've got to start on everyone. Also, um, like, like, a lot of these things, like especially the the whole kind of like keep gays out of Colorado thing that we were just talking about, it seems like a lot of these people are like people's granddads who have literally only just got on the internet, and they're like, <laughs> people are playing this game where they kill each other in like a fake world. Yeah, yeah well, no, granddad. Yeah, it's like, fine. This is- this is the thing. The main Republican Party has said that this woman leads a bizarre double life. No, she doesn't. She leads a perfectly healthy and entertaining double life. Like, what, seven million people who... Also, no, nine million people who also play World of Warcraft lead. That's not a new thing. It's not a new thing, no. Um, I don't... I just... I legitimately do not understand how... like. They, just, they must. They must make clear for everyone. Um, I just want to make this clear as well. Um, if you didn't know, an orc is a mythical human-like creature, generally described as fierce and combative. Well, just, thanks. We need to clear that one up. Thank you, thank you, G. Because nobody's seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah, exactly. Like they, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't to me. make any sense. Like, like, like uh, where are you coming from? Where you think that that will be an effective smear campaign? against yeah. anyone like oh you play world of warcraft well thanks <laughs> okay you probably you're probably a fan of cluedo next question like how yeah. is this important <laughs> like yeah it's it, it does nothing about it can kind of i can co- i can't comprehend like how that's a weird thing yeah like i mean to be honest i i've never had any real interest in playing world of warcraft but i wouldn't what dislike voting some for someone because they did <laughs> no I've, I've always intentionally avoided playing world of warcraft because i know that i'll never stop and i have other things i'd like to do with that time i could give to world of warcraft it's yeah, a I, conscious decision because i know that i would enjoy it too much yeah because at that time you could you for example could be playing league of legends or warhammer exactly both of which are things that i do yeah exactly I'd say I could, I could, I could get rid of a number of hobbies and only do one hobby. That's it's an the, efficiency. It's an efficiency saving for me too. Like I, the thing is, though, like 
do you kind of bet that the people who are saying she's really weird because she plays World of Warcraft, and I think it's not just that the fact that she plays a bad guy in World of Warcraft, essentially, um, I bet they also make a big deal about the fact that they go hunting. <laughs> but fucking yeah, they do. They, they will totally. do, yeah. Like, like you pretend to kill dwarves in a game, I actually shoot animals. Yeah, I end the life of living things. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, you're into backstabbing and poison. I'm into guns and America. Like, <laughs> guns and America! Hurt, 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 who? Like, fuck. <laughs> Seriously, just fuck off. <laughs> just fuck off. Um, I, I do... The final thing, I think, I, I think, I think really, like, I don't think we're going to get anything more out of this article about just telling people to fuck off. But I do want to say that the BBC did inv- did um, interview a gaming researcher whose name is Layden Cockshut. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we should end on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Errand of Mercy with with Layden Cockshut and Hex Darkling. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm I'm Layden Cockshut. And I'm Hex Darkling. And you're listening to Erin of Mercy. <laughs> no. Right. No. Uh so where are we gonna go from yeah, from, from Hex from <laughs> Where are from, we gonna go from Layden Cockshut? From Layden Cockshut. A cockshut. Um, <laughs> Layden Cockshut. <laughs> what are we gonna do from there? I need to do something. Um Um so yeah, that's that's ridiculous i don't understand there's a lot of there's a lot of people saying a lot of things that just that don't make any sense to me it just i don't understand where your reasoning can come from when you think that that's effective um but then again like the the actual real world that matters to people who aren't mental is is very strange as well Um, yeah you know we spoke about one direction last week yeah we we did young direction young direction the the gang rapists gang rapist. alleged uh, alleged but actual I, totally <laughs> i feel we should add alleged yeah. um well their the, their lyrics suggest that they'd be into that kind of thing um would you like to know what happened to one direction well young direction as a result of um the uh of the 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 things that we said about them and their general their new song which um which is terrifying in its in in the extreme I would like to hear about. Well, I'm not sure I do want to hear about. But yeah, let's hear about it. Well, um, well, they uh, Radio One recently held um, held a thing called the Teen Awards. Are you aware of what the Teen Awards are? Teen Awards RG? No, but I'm guessing is it teens vote for their favourite bands and shit. Well, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. They um, they they vote for um, things that they like. Right. Um, you know kind of yeah. it's mostly innocent stuff like Mel Hottie of the year was uh, was Tom Daly the Olympic diver that's fair enough that's fair yeah. enough he's yeah. got a tight bod and um, and Emma Watson 22 was named female Hottie so you know it's I, 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 would, I would definitely agree with the team's choice on that I think I think clearly sorry, on that on that front the teams have definitely made a good choice there congrats good work teams of Britain um, One Direction were were um, named best British music act uh, this year by the Teen Awards. Best British music act. So yes, I'm trying to think of other British music acts who've been popular this year. I'm struggling. Well, yeah, you've got well, like literally anybody else that doesn't write songs that are explicitly about 
kind of coercing girls into having sex with them. Yeah, but, you, but, but, you but name, in a weird way. You, you name a British band that's kind of risen to fame within the last year or two. Mumford and Sons. I, I, so I wouldn't be approving of that, really, either, but for different reasons. Uh, yeah, yes, but and but, also yeah. to be fair, Mumford and Sons would be more likely to win like middle age award middle-aged award of the year radio, i imagine radio 2's version of these awards munford and sons, munford will probably and sons win. Win. yeah something to settle down to with a nice a nice cup of chamomile tea yeah, I, I imagine in radio 2's version of the awards munford and sons won best group and adele won best female artist probably something like that yeah, yeah. i'm struggling i really am yeah right it's it's what it's worrying that the best thing that we have to offer this year is a group of of like as yet unconvicted rapists. Yeah, that's that's that is that is shocking. Yeah. yeah well, quite frankly, you heard it here first. So well, it's like Usher. You know, he he kills women and he buries them in a shallow grave and then writes songs about he it. And we've explicitly about that. Yeah. Yeah, and we've we've elevated him to rap godhood and. Um, and now One Direction, a group of as yet to be unco- unconvicted, uh, well, uh, currently unconvicted rapists, they're, uh, they're, they're winning awards specifically given to them by teens. Yeah, I don't know if you could say in a way the teens are, you know, they're better than us because, you know, they're separating the music, you know, the art from the artist, possibly. <laughs> You're hoping. That's what I'm. That's that's what I'm saying. In in defence of the teens. In in defence, you're defending the teens. Well, well I hope the teens. somebody's going to have to defend the teens against One Direction. <laughs> so, quite frankly, Simon, someone has to stand up for the teens, and I think it should be Errand of Mercy. We're gonna. It's going to be me and you. We're going to be like vigilantes. We'll turn up. We'll swoop in out of the night yeah. when One Direction are, are telling girls that that. When they, they get together, just, the pictures had better not leave their phone. Yeah, just pretend like, they're in love and don't and, and like don't send the photos to the police. Yeah, <laughs> we'll turn up. We'll be like, no, no, get, get off of those women. Get off those kids. Get off our daughters. Young direction. Yeah, they're not. They're not actually directly our daughters, but metaphorically, they're <laughs> they're our daughters. Stop. Get, get get off of our metaphorical daughters. One direction. Aaron Mercy represents you know right like people across the world, and in a way, they are our daughters. <laughs> it takes a village that's what you got to remember it takes a village to burn one direction in a wicker man i'm not <laughs> suggesting that we should burn one direction in a wicker man but, but we should burn one direction in a wicker man but you know november the 5th is coming up so it's perfect time <laughs> remember remember the 5th of november when we burned one direction in a wicker man it's a new it's a twist on it's the twist. traditional rhyme it's a little you know it's like taking that little rhyming couplet giving it a twist giving it a little twist with a bit of human sacrifice <laughs> someone's got to make the harvest come we should get in touch with hex darkling hex darkling could probably help us out with that <laughs> i bet he, he knows all about wicker man he probably knows he would probably bore you to death at a party with his knowledge of wicker men i'm sure he would yeah both celtic Cor- and viking he'd corner you he and would. explain to you yeah he'd corner you with his sweaty like his sweaty aura his sweaty rotund form well, speaking of, of creepy perverts, I've got an article from the Manchester Evening News. So this is from Friday's uh, MEN. And the headline is, I am just perving, said man who took photos up girls' skirts. 
Okay, that's not a justification. That's more of a sentence, but carry on. A garden designer designer spotted in a shopping centre holding his phone under a young woman's skirt to take photos told a security guard, I'm just perving. What? It's literally, that was his excuse. It's like, hey, hey, bro, bro. Hey, bro, chill out. I'm just perving. Hey, 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 relax, relax, relax. I'm just stabbing. It's all I'm doing. Bit of casual stabbing. Just burgling. Maybe some robbing. Just burgling. Just burgling. <laughs> can we, can we, <laughs> like, could that like be the, a new thing? Justifying a crime by concisely summing up the crime as it's in progress. Just like, just like the, there's like a major cocaine bust. It's like, hey, hey, dude, just, I'm just dealing. <laughs> just dealing. And you've got to, you've got to find a way to make it end in a, uh, in an abbreviated ING. Yeah. Hey, hey. Hey, I'm just, I'm just murdering. <laughs> just murdering. Yeah. Maybe later on doing a bit of burying. <laughs> then a bit of weeping. <laughs> then just a bit ushering. Of just, I'm just ushering. It's a new, it's a new, new form of crime. It covers the, uh, the joint disciplines of, <laughs> of raping, killing, burying, and weeping. We call it ushering. <laughs> oh no, we have to add to the, to the end of that. Then writing. Then making money yeah money <laughs> money in getting that paper as a result of all of the raping and killing and burying allegedly allegedly not necessarily <laughs> directly the truth but probably is <laughs> probably. so so he tried so that was his justification that, what that happened was, to him um that he 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 well i mean he was taken to um the cross street uh, magistrate's court um and pleaded guilty because oh, yeah, that sounds to be honest, because you've already done that once before yeah. so that sounds like you're just straight up pleading guilty yeah. like it's like it's like i just like he's just kind of on the escalator he's like sneaking his phone underneath the guy grabs it's like he's like what are you doing he's like just I'm just perfect just perfect mate it's oh no worries it's a free country so but like that statement I'm just perving suggests that you have detached yourself from the human idea of personal boundaries so far that this is not a big deal to you anymore. Also really suggests you haven't understood the kind of the meaning or concept of the word perversion. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Hey, I'm just doing something outside the bounds of normal social interactions. Can't. Yeah. What's, What's wrong that? with you, man? It's, it's perving. Yeah. Just perving. <laughs> the errand of mercy which is perfect perfect we're just perfect can we can we rename our podcast just per- just perfect just perving with hex darkling <laughs> hex darklings just perving <laughs> it could be like a channel four sitcom yeah where hex darkling tries to perv on women <laughs> and they're like, oh, you. And he's like, hey, I'm just perving. Hey. And then there's a laughter track and everybody's like, oh, you. Yeah, yeah he's just like, it kind of like seems on his face like, hey, I'm just perving. And, and everybody goes, like, whoa. So hex. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just darkling. <laughs> just darkling. Just darkling. It's a new, uh, it's a new sitcom on Channel 4. Um, let's stay with, with Pervin. Okay. Um, I've actually got a new feature that I think that we we should start on the show. I call it um I call it creep or creation. Okay, creep or creation. Um, 
you may be familiar with the um, with the small section printed in the metro. I believe it's printed in the metro on a on a bi daily basis. I think it's every other day. It may be every so it's day. So like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So. Yeah, it's called Rush Hour Crush. It's right. essentially uh, misconnections, but it's it's only ever on public transport. So it so, always uh, reads like the kind of letters that a stalker would maybe stick to your window. Probably push right, so, underneath your uh, un- underneath your door. Yeah, so it's it's like it's like when any normal person is on a bus and sees an attractive person and thinks, "Oh, they're good looking." Um, apart from when they write a letter and send it into a national freely distributed newspaper. Yeah, in on the off chance that that um, that person who's on that public transport will be reading the metro and they'll look at it, look up, look at it, look up, and you'll be like, "Hey, baby." Hey, I, for you. I wrote that. I, I wrote that sexy lady. <laughs> like the, just that situation itself is so horrifically awkward. You would be yeah. lucky if all you got was a restraining order. It's so <laughs> horrible. Um, so, so the the premise of this feature is um, I have a number of excerpts from Rush Hour Crush. Those are our creeps. I've also right, got okay. some 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 excerpts that I've made up myself. These are ones that have been created by me. My, so, my creations. Yeah, my. So this is creep or creation. So G, G, and the listeners at home. It's you can your play job. along. Yeah, you can play along. Maybe, uh, maybe send in your scores. We may, <laughs> we may create an arbitrary point system that we never reference later on in the uh, in the run of the podcast. I like that. Um, I like that. That's a good idea. So this keep, is uh, keep a league table that yeah. only we understand. Yeah, of so all our listeners. So, so. This is one point for every correct answer, zero for uh, zero for a wrong answer. So our first one. I'm psyching myself from, up. I'm kind of getting okay. in the zone. So, so G, creep or creation? Our yeah. first one comes from James Blunt lookalike. Okay, so he's saying he looks like James Blunt. Yeah, so every single one of these in Rush Hour Crush has like a person it's been written from, and they're all reasonably anonymous. But they, they usually they have a small amount of kind of identifying information, so the person who reads it can tell who's written it. And um, this so is from this James. So this saying he looks like James Blunt. Yeah. Okay. Which what well, I'm not sure why you choose James Bond, Blunt. You could pick something like Magnolia Wallpaint. Or uh, <laughs> well, to be fair, like I mean, James, James Blunt's like not a he's, he's he's a fairly kind of good looking man you know he's a soldier so he's like fairly you know, i mean yeah. i think it's quite a brave move to say you look like sort of multi-millionaire james blunt personally but but, but okay i th- i think that he's he's kind of he's blandly anonymously good looking like ethan hawk yeah okay okay so yeah so this uh, yeah, i mean from... it's similar to saying you look like ethan hawk it's basically like hey i look like a white person so yeah. so so this is from james blunt lookalike it's um to the girl with the Saint Kid bag, your hair was immaculate today, despite the weather. Commuting is so much easier after seeing you. Ooh. Did he feel the shiver? Yeah, like that last line. Well, I think he was doing, like that first line was all right. It was like, I mean, immaculate was a, kind of a creepy thing to it say. Was, like, but, like, but like people like it when you come. It was immaculate. Yeah, immac- like, like your hair looked great, even despite the weather, would have been a better way to say that, yeah. I think. I yeah. think he was. I think he was trying too hard to be yeah. like poetic there, yeah. like living up to his James Blunt kind of um, yeah. thing. But yeah, that last bit really ruined it. <laughs> so creep or creation? 
I'd say that's I'd say that's creep. I'd say that's real. That seems real to me. That seems believable. It seems me. too it seems too convoluted for me to have made it up. No, I, I can imagine that happening. Like okay. someone trying, he's just someone trying too hard, basically. Like, hard. like the f- saying he's like he looks like a famous person and using immaculate makes it sound like a real person trying too hard. Okay, this is uh, this is in fact a real creep. From, yes, from the metro today. Woo! So, uh, so that's a point to you. All right, uh, and this this next one so is I like uh, this game to the bearded man who gets on the train to Glasgow at Lockinwood. Every morning, I'd love to stroke your beard. And that's from Shy Girl. Creep or creation, G? I'm going to say that's a creation because, one, women are generally less creepy, and, two, women only ever pretend to like beards. Yeah, Uh, that is, in fact... A creep. That is oh. also from this. Uh, that is also from today's Metro. Damn it! So, uh, so that's a creep. So that's right. real. One out of two. One out of two. It's okay. One out of two. Okay. <laughs> to the girl who always dozes off on the seventeen forty-five bus out of Slough, you look so cute when you're sleeping. Coffee. That's from <laughs> shy admirer. Creep or creation, G. Creep I'm going to say you're creating this just because of the use of slough. Why slough? Because slough seems like the sort of place that a creep would come from. So I think I think that's something you've come up with in your head. That your is life. a creation. You are yes! correct. Woo! All right. I see. I was trying to pick somewhere that was. I was trying to pick somewhere that was bland, but also sounds like the kind of place that a serial killer would come from. Exactly. Like, I mean, if I was doing it, that's the thing. Like, I know I would have also said Slough or maybe Swindon. The bodies found (laughs) under a patio in Slough. Like, it it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? (laughs) Rolls off the tongue perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah. To the tall, pale man who gets on the tube to St. Pancreas at 11.45. St. Pancreas? Yeah. (laughs) The station. So well, well, how how do I read this? Some pancreas, some pancreas. To the tall, pale man who gets on the tube to St. Pancras. You I'd need love a to new pancreas. Like there's something going on with your skin. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I no wait, no wait, no wait. That's not it. Okay, it finishes. I'd love to see you sparkle, and that's from uh, a Twilight fan. <sighs> It's, it sounds too weird to be real, but I think it's real. I think it's a creep. I think that's a creep. That is a creation. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I made that one up myself. Damn it. I thought you were saying creep. It's so hard, this game. No, it's tough, isn't it? It's difficult to separate the fiction from fact. Okay, we've got one more here. Um, mm. This is... Um, to the blue-eyed, to the blue-eyed, curvy brunette who gets the eight thirty-five a.m. from Bolton to Manchester, your new bob makes you look very sexy and cute. From younger guy with the green eyes. That's almost certainly true. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you'd use the term bob. Ah, you see, that's that's yeah. You've caught me out. That is a creep. That's a genuine yes. creep. All right, um, uh, so that was like that was, was that the last one. Was that... Yeah, that was the last one. So, so three out of five. Three out of five. Let's go around. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's three good. out of five. G scored three out of five. Did the listeners beat G? Let's uh, let's hear you 
tell us on our Facebook page. You can find that at um, facebook.com slash errandofmercy. Um, or I guess you could Twitter us. Yeah, you could tweet at either one of us. I'm Simon Vass Quib Quib. And I'm dot underscore communism. If you uh, if you search for, you know, our names, I'm sure you'll find us. So yeah, you that was great by me because like there's a famous cyclist called Gary Thomas. Oh yeah, search for he... dot communism, you'll find you'll find yeah. G and uh, tweet at G and tell him how bad he was at guessing whether something was real or not. So that was that was creep or creation. We're probably going to be bringing that back because I enjoyed I... that. I really also, I I draw a perverse kind of joy from 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 creating these weird things. I don't no, know what I, it is. I, I I I definitely think so. I I, I enjoyed that. Like, I, I, yeah, no, I, maybe it's sort of some therapy for you. Like, if you're writing them as a joke, like it'll stop you writing them in real life. <laughs> yeah, you could fuck right off. Well, like I'm getting it all out of my system. Exactly. You know, you need you need an outlet, Simon. Oh, thanks. You, know? <laughs> you sound like my psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> in a way that's what i am so. that's what this is these are basically just actually you're not publishing any of these are you G? <laughs> you're keeping no, them no. for the court notes <laughs> this is Mate, totally confidential this could be like um a beautiful mind like i'm not actually doing a podcast at all you don't exist <laughs> this is all an internal monologue He's on to us. I mean, me. Oh, please, shit. please. Okay. It, like this week, somebody phone me up and tell me that this podcast actually happened. Please. <laughs> somebody tell me this actually happened. I'm not going crazy. D- d- doing features for work. I want to start a feature that probably won't work. Is that okay? <laughs> then please, please go on. Um, this is this is my new feature called Geraint has been watching adverts and has opinions about them. Garrett has been watching adverts and has opinions about them. Uh, I'm like, you see, it's already got a jingle. It's, it's already jingle. better than your feature. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to make an awesome jingle for my feature. <laughs> Please do. It will decimate yours. <laughs> um, yeah, like, as you probably know, um, I mean, I might have mentioned adverts before on the show because I do watch adverts a lot and get annoyed by them. Um, yeah. And like I think every week before the show, I've like said to someone, "I've got this advert. I'm really pissed off about. We've got we to never, talk about it. We never and really I, discuss it, do we? Never do. So like this week, I'm taking time by making it a feature to talk about adverts. Um, and I want to talk about two trends that I've seen emerging in adverts recently. Okay. Like there's a thing you see kind of if you watch as much daytime TV as an unemployed person like myself does, you Indeed. begin to notice that like adverts will like for different products will all be released around the same time, but are essentially the same advert with slight differences. My first like um, trend at the moment is women sat on beds pretending they're talking into webcams about products. Okay. Like I've seen a few like cosmetic adverts and there's an advert for oral B and like, keep your eye out and you'll like, once you notice it, you keep seeing it all the time. There's like about three or four adverts on at the moment, which are kind of attractive sort of 20 something year old women sat at the end of their beds, pretending that they're talking into a webcam. Like you're their friend. Like they're like, Oh, Hey, Oh, Hey Simon. I, I just started using this cream and it's got lumines in it. Well, no, it's like you're watching their YouTube channel. Oh, I see. Okay, that makes more sense. So, like, the Oral-B one, she's like, hey, guys, great to see you again. Like, even though we haven't seen it before, because it's fucking out. Fucking hell. Uh, 
Like, I've taken the Oral-B challenge. Like, stick with me and I'll tell you what happens. When it's like, like the next day, it's like, wow, my teeth feel like they're glowing or some shit. And it's like, no, <laughs> no, they don't. You're an actress. Fucking hell. And there's like another one for like this hair product whether this woman like sort of rolling her hair and like singing a song like you know those videos on youtube of women of like people singing songs yeah so obviously you know famously it's how how mr biber got his start with singing Indeed. songs and um, and connor maynard and connor maynard um yeah and there's a video with this woman i don't like i'm i'm confused about whether she's already famous like maybe she's like was on the x factor or something which is something which i have no idea who she is um yeah. yeah and she's singing and telling you at the same time about her like hair care routine and how she gets such luscious flowing locks bitch fuck your hair that's what i have to say to her that's um, my that's my quite violent response i would but, i may but, make a video response it's but that's the thing it's a really odd trend because like because and i kind of looked into it Okay, I'll, on the back of that, um, and it was essentially, I can't remember how this happened, but I, I ended up on the Gillette uh, YouTube channel. I think okay. this time, I was around a friend's house, um, I was taking the piss out of that um, new Gillette ad for a, a, a discussion for another time. Um, and we found their YouTube channel. And th- their channel was like, upload videos of yourself talking about our product. Ah, you do that, and they own you. Like, then, they just the use your is- image. They don't put those on the TV. The ones they put on the TV are really professionally done and feature like attractive actresses. Oh. Whereas on YouTube, there are people who've seen the adverts and got confused and have sent the company their reviews of the product. This is really weird. Yeah, there's kind of like a whole sort of metafictional reality crossing over conflagration of reality and and, and, and it's and weird advertising i yeah. fucking hate it's, it and i bet i bet i bet marketing executives get boners big enough to destroy the entire conservative party conference yeah, so about definitely. that kind of thing yeah. no yeah I'm well, what almost... we're doing is we're a downstream of the creation we're uh we're synergizing the experience of the customer with our own marketing the other trend that's happening in adverts recently and it's a lot less meta but in in a way equally as offensive is um adverts for irish products featuring people telling tall tales about those irish products in irish pubs okay Um, that's very specific how many examples of this do you have uh, the two most obvious ones i have are jameson's whiskey and kerry gold butter wow Um, Okay. Both Irish products that I have been known to enjoy in the past. I think yep. Jameson's is an okay whisk as it goes, and Kerrygold is a decent salted butter. But they both fe- feature people talk- telling like tall tales about Jameson's whiskey and Kerrygold. So there's like the guys in the pub, and they're talking about this one time the guy who created Jameson's was kidnapped by aliens. Oh, fucking hell. Really? The Kerrygold advert has people talking about like how the guy who invented Kerrygold had to carry a cow up a mountain. And it's like really twee and quaint and Irish. And apparently in Ireland, nothing has progressed beyond the 17th century, and everyone's covered in shit. 
<laughs> well, but well, there has been a couple of depressions, hasn't there? So you know, it's yeah. But that—that's the thing. Essentially, what I'm saying is, it's racist against Irish. Well, yeah, it's—it sounds kind of racist. Yeah, and you know, there's yeah. people playing like fiddle music in yeah. the background. They're dressed as fucking leprechauns. It's uh, disgusting. Jeez. Like, I mean, essentially, like, like if we had some product from Africa and it was set with a bunch of people telling a tall tale in an in a, like an African tribal setting and they're all dancing and like one of them's a witch doctor, we'd go, that's really fucking racist. But because they're Irish, it's fine. And it yeah. offends me, quite frankly. You're offended on behalf of the Irish. On behalf of the Irish people, I am offended for you. You know, Celtic pride. <laughs> Celt- what, because you're Welsh? Yeah, this goes out to my Irish brothers. I'm know? not convinced that the Welsh and the Irish draw from that much of a similar well anymore, gee. I'm not sure if you you could, you could draw that parallel anymore. I, 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 think, I, I think we're drawing from the same well. I well, think they're drawing it more successfully, obviously. I'm, I'm, is that something that we shouldn't discuss? Shouldn't discuss. <laughs> am, am I, I railway is going to get almost blown up? Is that yeah, what's yeah, going to happen? Yeah. We're, we're, we're almost going to kill the Prince of Wales again. <laughs> <laughs> but not, because but we're no. incompetent. <laughs> well, yeah. I think that was my favourite my favorite bout of terrorism that I've ever heard about. But that, this, by the way, to anyone who doesn't know, is a reference to the Welsh um, independence uh, group, uh, the Sons of Glendore, who were the, basically the rubbish version of the IRA. Did, and they almost blew up a railway track and killed the, uh, the yeah. Prince of Wales, but didn't quite. But, but they didn't. And they once graffitied a wall near a dam. Take that. Britain. So they uh, they set fire to some holiday homes that didn't have people in. I think that was another thing they did. <laughs> it's like a comedy of error, but with ter- errors, but with terrorism. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's basically like a less depressing version of Four Lines. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of graffiti, actually, I've got a quick thing before we go because we are yeah. we're getting close to time here. Oh, we are. Um, yeah, this is a really weird story. It's been all over the place recently. A Rothko mural. Has been um, has been graffitied at the Tate. It's not a mural; it's a painting. Well, big painting. It's a big painting, yeah. But big old painting. It's a big old painting. Yeah. See where we come from? We call them murals. It's not. It's not big enough to be. A mural's a whole wall. Okay. This isn't a whole wall. Okay, so it's a it's big old a painting. Big painting. Yeah, it's a big painting. Oh, you, you, <laughs> you. You guardian That's, readers with your this, fancy words. There's the technical term. It's a big painting. Big old painting. So a big old painting. Yeah. Uh, painted by Rothko. Um, yeah. From, um, it's called, it's believed to be Black on the Rune from uh, 1958. Um, it's been defaced, defaced even by a calm customer at the Tate Modern in London. Much to the disbelief of watching art fan Tim Wright, uh, who, um, who, did nothing about this um this he sat there while a man drew on some art oh no okay. wait no he did do something uh he he made an outrageous tweet about it <laughs> nothing could be more fucking like hipster art fan than watching someone deface a priceless work of art and then passive aggressively tweeting about it yeah it's like yeah like i, I Honestly, like if I saw that, I would at least shout at him and I would probably like tackle him or something. Yeah. I, I definitely shout at him, like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Like, not just like tweet on my phone or go, oh, God, I can't believe this. This is really surreal. I should, I should stop this or tweet about it. I shall choose Why to tweet about it. 
why isn't well i bet the tweet was why isn't someone doing anything about this the tweet was in fact this guy calmly walked up took out a marker pen and tagged it surreal (laughs) how about you fucking stop him yeah as we said before, it takes a village. You know, if we if we tolerate this, the Manic Straight Preacher said, our children will be next, and One Direction will be taking them away from us to yeah, do terrible de- things to them. Definitely applicable in the case of Young Direction. Yeah. I don't think if we tolerate this, that this guy's just going to be graffiti, graffito tagging our children. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But... Right across their, across their faces. <laughs> and we, we'll just be tweeting on our phones. I don't believe this. Someone's writing on my child's face. So that's, so that's, that's weird enough that a bunch of people just let a What's priceless next? work of gay art. Gay concentration camps. Yeah, they'll send us to the gay concentration camps. <laughs> it's weird enough that a priceless work of art was allowed to be defaced upon, de- defaced in the middle of the Tate Modern in London. Um, if you read the tag, things get weirder. Because it's not really graffiti, because graffiti is arguably an art form. Yeah, um, this is just some guy wrote some stuff. Yeah, he wrote, Vladimir Umenets, 12, mm. a potential piece of yellowism. Um, this referred to a blog site on conceptual art ran by... Um, the man Vladimir Jimenez and Marcin Lodioka, the creators of the definition and manifesto of yellowism. So basically, as a like, as some kind of stupid uh, pseudo guerrilla art piece, this guy defaced uh, a priceless Rothko big painting. Essentially, it was a lame piece of advertising, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, not, but and it wasn't even like, it's like I'm going to advertise my shitty art blog by writing stuff on. On a better, on, 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 a, on, a better on something, thing. on something by someone who's actually an artist. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like if I went, if if I, okay. if I went and wrote Mirror Wilderness on the inside front cover of all of Charlie Brooker's books in Waterstones. That's that's essentially the same thing because he he's doing what I wish I did, but better than me. <laughs> so if I write the name of my blog on all his books, people will like me. No, that doesn't. That that logic doesn't really make any work. sense. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> that, that, that what they're going to do is hate you for defacing their books. Yeah. So, so essentially, um, Vladimir Jimenez is our shitbird of the week. Yeah, yeah, definitely shitbird of the week. I like that. I it's unfortunate. Like, it's a sign of the times. He has an old name. He does. Vladimir. So what is he like? Vladimir Mexican. Immense. Immense. U M. U M A N E T E S. Umense. 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 Vladimir Umense. Vladimir Umense. Umense. Right. Okay. That sounds Russian as all hell. Yeah. So he's a he's some Russian dickhead, and he <laughs> he decides to ruin a painting. So don't do that. Don't do that. Don't Just, do that. Shitbird of the week. Stop. Yeah, Shitbird of the week. Stop it. Fuck you, guy in the blogosphere. Yeah. We don't really have an awesome guy of the week this week. We just have a shitbird of the week. Oh, well, Is Hex Darkling the awesome guy of the week? Hex Darkling can't be our awesome guy he of the week. can't be awesome guy of the week. No, no that's yeah. not allowed. Oh, wow. um, let he's me just... just our guy of the week. He's just a guy. Okay, a so our awesome guy of the week, to bounce yep. out, is a guy called Vredar Feinstrund, who is who is a inventor, mathematician, physicist and artist 
All right, um, congratulations. I mean, based on that, that's already pretty awesome. That's an awesome combination of things. So. You know how people, you know how people say that they're that, and actually they have a page on Deviant Art with one piece of like furry. Yeah. One piece of fairy porn that's been poorly drawn on it. This guy is straight up the real deal. I'm going to put the YouTube video on our um, on our, our Facebook page. Basically, he just does like crazy beautiful sculptures and he's an amazing artist and also he's created a machine which is almost a perpetual motion machine. It's supposed to be 99% um, energy efficient. To put that into perspective, an internal combustion engine is thought to be around 30% energy efficient. Yeah, good work. Good work, awesome guy of the week. Yeah, it's more of a, mo- a sculpture in motion than it is actually useful for any form of energy pr- production because the moment you try and attach something to it, it robs energy from the system and it stops, but you can leave it going and it will run forever with well, no yeah. discernible... Le- lo- well, they monitored it for a year and there was no discernible loss of energy from the system it just kept on running nice and it's and it's an amazing piece of work and also just him he's exactly what you expect to see he's like a guy with a big bushy mustache and beard well i was gonna say i'm basically imagining a guy who looks kind of like alan moore he looks a little bit like alan moore a little bit more trimmed he has a ponytail um and and there's an amazing bit in his YouTube video that, that somebody like wrote a uh, like a documentary about him, and there's an excerpt on YouTube. There's an amazing part where he's explaining the way that his machine works, and then halfway through his explanation, he gets really frustrated with his own creation. He's like, "We need to do something different," and takes tears that off and throws it on the floor, and then starts again and like calms down. So he's our he's our awesome dude of the week, an actual genuine artist philosopher inventor physicist mathematician who is all of those things and more that's, that's good that's that's a good thing to end on i think because i think we probably should end i think yes. it's been a little bit over an hour which is the general length, the general, of, our shows. The general length of our shows that's, um, um, so, i'm just gonna say his name for again because it pleases yeah. me to say his name is um reda finchrund good name good name good name for an amazing man okay so thanks very much for listening as always um you know, please like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash errand of mercy. Uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes. Follow our Twitters, read our blogs, etc., yeah, etc. All of those things. And as always, please, please tell a friend. I've been Garrett Thomas. I have been Simon Payne. And we'll see you next week in uh, the concentration camp that will be run by the gays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the gay ran tolerance camp. <laughs> and we'll see you next week at the Tory Party conference. <laughs> where where grates grates head will explode and take out an entire room of Tories with any luck. <laughs> and we'll see you next week at the trial of Young Direction. <laughs> the inevitable trial of Young Direction. <laughs> and we'll see you next week at our our inevitable libel and slander trial. <laughs> We, well, I think, I like to imagine that that what will happen is we we should have libelled so many people that their lawyers will get stuck together on the way through the door, and none of them will be able to get through the door. And while that kind of three stooges esque thing will, is happening, we can make it out the back door, and then we'll be like, we'll be like doing guerrilla podcasting. We'll be home and free. Good night. Good night.
tu goes. If you want cook soup, now what are you going to be bang If your head is hot, now what are you going to be bang If your child is crow, what are you going If what are you your child, now what are you going Ra di ra di ra ra di ra ra ra. 